Okay. I think we <laughs> got everything going. Wow. Well, <laughs> welcome to another amazing episode of Days and Amuse Podcast. I'm nervous because I'm starting the video element. Um, I'm moving on Monday, uh, and I felt like what better way to start off or end this chapter of Days and Amuse podcast and move into the next one um, with a a reveal of the old place, kind of. You get to see my little corner. <laughs> um, and then a reveal of the new place. So, uh, welcome. Um, I'm excited for this episode. It might be short because it's like showing me I only can record like 33 minutes. So that kind of sucks. Um, oh, now it says 36. Hey! Oh, it just keeps bouncing around. Um, I originally, I feel weird about this episode. Um because of the video, primarily because uh, there's two things that was going on. The first one was, um, I was like, oh, like, I need to dress up and do my makeup and like, you know, like look nice for the first one. And then I realized I would be setting a false expectation because I know how I am. I don't dress up all the time. I, I capture those moments that I do, but like, I'm a very, I like, I'm wearing my Scooby-Doo pajama pants. I got my tank top on. Like, I'm not trying to be doing no extra extra. And, like, I low-key don't want y'all to expect me to do extra extra. Like, you'll get the extra extra. What is this? Oh, let's not rip that. You'll get the extra extra sometimes, but you can't get it all the time, you know? I gotta bring it out when it's special. Um, and then the second, oh gosh, okay, let's try not to cry again. Um, the second was being that I was thinking of all of these milestones, um, or accomplishments or dreams or, or all of these things that I've been doing in the past couple of years. And like, it sucks because the only person that I really want to like tell and share them with is my brother Silicus. Um, and like, I, I know there's part of me that's like, oh, he, he realizes it, he sees it, like he notices it, but it's just like not being able to see his genuine reaction. Um, he was the one that made me realize, which the topic of this week is going to be about friendship. But he's the one that made me realize that um, when it comes to friendships, we often, and I think it's just the nature of who we are, we often, like, gave a lot of ourselves. Like, in the sense of we really try to be down for friends. Um, and I'm not saying he was a perfect person. I'm not saying I'm a perfect person when it comes to our friendships. But how we're treated in those types of situations are really important. Um, and I have come to realize, especially as I get older, that I don't keep a lot of friends around me. I really don't. I have 
a handful of friends. Uh, don't get me wrong. I have associates that I talk with, you know, even maybe on a regular basis. But I have learned that you can't, you can't call everyone your friend. Um, sorry, I, had a, I just took a shower too, so I have water in my ear. Um, but you can't call everybody your friend because, unfortunately, that's not the reality of it. Um, some people use relationships with people for for personal gain, um, for uh, a, a emotional connection that they need. Um, there's a whole bunch of things. Uh, so I have realized um, through my friendships that that I'm careful who to really call like a friend. Um, so we'll get into to that, um, especially how um, my, my perception of friendship uh, is different when it comes to other people. Because I lived in the military lifestyle, I had to move around and, and all of that. So, uh, but first, but first... Let's smoke. Um, wow, this is the first time y'all are going to see me smoke, like, on the video for an episode. So, like, I don't know what I should do, where I should go. Okay, um, let's start with... Oh, shit. Okay, let's start with the bong. We're going to smoke everything today, okay? Um, there's no strain of the day, no strain of the week or whatever. Um, this episode is just a goddamn free-for-all. Welcome to motherfucking Dazed and Amused, where we like to talk about culture. Wait, no. <laughs> Welcome to motherfucking Dazed and Amused, where we like to have a cannabis-fueled conversation about culture. I am your host, Unique Bernique, a.k.a. Bumblebee. Wearing the yelly. I got my nails done today, courtesy of my mother. Thank you so much, Mom. She's like, I wanted to do something for your birthday. And I'm like, you've already done enough. She's like, no. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, if I cry sporadically in this episode, um, don't worry about it. I'm not editing that shit out because it is what it is. It's real. We're not, we're, I'm not here to have any kind of fake conversation with someone. I'm not here to pre present or put on this mask. Like, like one, I know everything because I fucking don't. Two, I'm not going to put on this mask. Like I'm this strong ass, you know, you know, I'm tough through everything kind of person. Don't get me wrong. I am. But like, I realize that those kind of labels are very detrimental because whenever you are a quote unquote strong person going through a tough time and you trying to look around, like who going to help me out? I need some help. Everybody's looking at you like, well, you're the person I went to when, when I was down and out, so I don't know what you want from me. And it's like the same. But you can expect that because not everybody has that capacity to be able to give the same. I'm trying to like hold it off the screen like this is Twitch or something. I'm so used to TikTok and, and, and Twitch and like, you know, live streams like that. So I'm over here like, don't look at my bong. Here, look at my bong. It's a little dirty. Um, but we gonna clean it, you know? Fresh apartment, fresh bong. <laughs> Cheers. I should have some water. I'll get some after. Cheers.
oh shit typically i i edit how long i like hit the ball like you know if it's a fresh ball i'll hit that shit you know until i can't hit it no more but then i just i realized like i also edit it out so it's not hello hey hey i'm right here can you see me hey friend focus <laughs> okay so maybe i won't move okay um let's get this party tarted friendships i love being friends with people i really honestly do um when i was a little kid i always would come to my mom and be like, I met a new friend today. <laughs> and her ass used to tell me that everybody's your motherfucking friend. And like, you know, when I was younger, I never really like paid attention to that. I'm like, they're nice to me. I'm nice to them. Like, yeah, we're friends. Come on, focus. Yeah, we're friends. And it's like, now that I'm older, I realize like, them, them hoes weren't your friends. Like, I know that there is this stigma when it comes to women who say like it's hard for me to be friends with girls like you know da, da, da. and like for some I like I feel like it's the trend of the thing to say but for others like I feel them because like for me for instance that's how it is with me it really is easier for me to be friends friends with guys more than it is with girls um I shouldn't even say that. I mean, ugh. okay, so here. Here's where I'm coming from. Um, I grew up in a household where I was the only girl. So I do a lot of things that are deemed like masculine. Um, I would say, oh, my ear. I would say it wasn't until probably like me getting probably when I started college where I was like a girly girl. Um, and even then I was just figuring that shit out as far as like makeup, nails, hair. Like I didn't, I didn't used to fucking care about any of that shit. I'd be like, my hair looks how it looks. If it looks a fucking mess, it looks a fucking mess. I'm, I'm having a good time. Um, it wasn't probably until real, actually like I would say around the time I started dating quote unquote seriously. Um, just because it was, like, now I felt like I had to compete in this, like, really weird situation um, for male attention nonetheless. And <laughs> now look at me. I'm a fucking lesbian. <laughs> um, but I I was into, like, roughing and toughing it. You know, I played video games. I like to, like, go outside and play fucking tag and manhunt, sweat and shin, be, like, stanky as fuck, come home with, like, cuts and bruises. Like, I have, like, marks all over myself because I was that type of person. Like, I fall, I scabbed, I picked, I, everything. Like, it didn't matter to me. I was, I was used to always having to be around my brothers. And so, whenever I started, um, interacting more with, um, girls my age at the time, 
uh, it was it was hard for me to have those interactions because they would be talking about you know shows or or things that like I really I really didn't have any interest in or or really knew about like uh, I remember I begged my parents for a um, what is it seventeen is that the name of the the uh magazine because like girls would come to school and like they would all have the same like month magazine and would be like talking about the fucking quizzes and like the fashion and all of that stuff and like I'm sitting there like I don't know what the fuck y'all are talking about so um I I tend to I I tend to just become friends with guys more because it was it was in a sense easier because I was always able to talk about things that I already like knew about like oh shit the new Call of Duty trailer just fucking re- released like are you fucking amped for that shit hell motherfucking yeah I am like you know random shit like that anime anime when it came to anime um it was it growing up it was hard for me to find my little like group or click of anime girls because like they were they were primarily white like in all honesty whereas like when it came to males like I found a lot more black males who were into anime that I could talk to um and and not saying that when I was back then I was like looking into that into it that deep because of race or anything like that I just was like oh like I would rather be you know friends with this type of person now knowing what I know now it was because of that level of comfortability that I wouldn't have my white counterparts um and and also knowing that like I was envious of them because like they would sit there and talk about like cosplaying and shit like that and like the idea of a black cosplay back then like I was like I had to choose black characters. That's how I looked at it. I was like, well, like, you know, I can't cosplay, like, the characters I want to cosplay because people are going to look at me and be like, who the fuck are you? (sighs) Anyway, so it just was easier and more natural for me to be friends with guys. Like, it really was. Um, And then as I got into college, I was able to find um, women who were more alike um and was able to communicate about other things um besides like you know the stereotypical stuff and so I did develop friendships there but like one of the things that I just can't do and it really like it throws me for a loop when it comes to friendships is like when people talk about friends behind their back like it was it becomes this very like catty situation that I don't like, like, at all, and, like, for me, I, I am very distrustful of people, because in my head, I'm thinking, like, if it, if it will take you, and I don't mean, like, venting, like, there's a difference between venting and talking shit, if you have an experience with a friend, and you're like, shit, I really need to talk to someone about it, like, of course you can't go to, Yes, you should be able to go to them and talk to them about it, depending on what the situation is. But sometimes there's something where I just, I just need someone else's advice. I just need someone else's opinion. I just need, you know, maybe myself put in check, like a, a variety of things. So like, if you're venting about a situation with a friend, that's one thing. But talking shit, like, and I mean, like, literally, literally bullying. Like, there's been instances where, like. 
a, a girl out of the friend group will walk out and they'd be like, oh my God, like, did you see what she wore yesterday? And like, it, it sounds like some like childish ass shit, but like, that's what was happening. And I'm just like, I know if y'all are talking about her and she's wearing designer ass shit, I know y'all are talking about me, especially because like, I was the weird kid. Like, I definitely was. I was the kid that was oblivious to when somebody was being like mean and, and facetious to me because like, I was just like, oh my God, like, you're so nice. And like, it wouldn't click until like afterwards when like everyone is like laughing at me or something that I'm like oh like these people really aren't my friend they're like they they're friends with me for me being the butt of the joke and and they're friends with me for their entertainment and I did not like that um so I became very distrustful of people um I will say like it took and still takes me a lot to become fully friends with someone. And when I say fully friends, like, I mean, on the level that, that like, even, even, even now, like me and Kirsten are like, yeah, we had our fights and, and, and our periods where we didn't talk to each other, but like, I never in my mind would it, did it ever go through my thought of like, you know, oh, she's gonna go and like talk shit about me or like she never was, you know, my friend. It 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 was we had disagreements and like it's one thing to have that, but to to feel alone and isolated in a group of people that are supposed to be your friend, like ew, no. And so it became hard for me to be friends with 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 women in that regards but then like it became this weird period as well where it became hard for me to be friends with guys too because it's like once I hit puberty it was this line of like okay like you used to be like my girlfriend who like oops who we like you know nerded out with and now it's like oh you're starting to develop into your body like you know there's hormones involved there's this that and the other and I can't tell you the amount of times I've had to cut off a guy friend just from for crossing a line um and and trying to engage in something that like wasn't there and like my thing is it's a it's okay to have crushes I get it there's been times where I've been like hey like I'm really feeling you like I just think you're really cute like you know yada 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 and the person's just like oh I don't feel the same way unfortunately like I'm sorry and it is what it is either you choose to move on from that situation or you just fucking stop being friends. And I think that's fucking weird. Um, but to keep antagonizing the person or like insinuating or like, like, like hinting, hold on, let me put on some chapstick or hinting or like doing any of that weird stuff. It's just like, it became too much. So I like really like truly did isolate myself. Like I was like, I'll just be friends with, I'll be friends with myself. I will I will have friends online to where like I could easily set those boundaries because all I had to do if, if I didn't want to fucking play with them or or not talk to them because they were being inappropriate is fucking unfriend them or block them or like just ignore their party requests or whatever it was. And like oh 
I'm over here being a hot goddamn mess. Um, and it, it made me realize, like, when it comes to levels of friendship, like, having friendships are just as hard as fucking relationships. They truly are, if not harder, because it's this, it's this level of, like, okay, so when it comes to a relationship to me, it's like, okay, you have the like dating stage and you have like the, like, okay, like we're official. You guys are like together stage from there. It goes to like, you're engaged, you're married. Boom. There are things you still have to work on, but like, but like in terms of that, it's always a constant elevation of like, you know, where you're going in the relationship. Like, you know, the end goal of the relationship is to be together Whereas with a friendship, like, yes, the end goal of the friendship is to always be friends forever. But there's there's so many elements like when you're in a relationship with someone, hopefully you are growing and developing and working and moving together. Whereas like in a friendship, yes, you you hope that you are are growing and working and moving together. But sometimes because of the way that someone's life is going or the things that they got going on in their lives, like there is just that separation, unfortunately. And I don't mean like something like petty as like I'll stop being friends or things like that I'm just talking about regular like adulting that may make it difficult for you to continue to talk to that person or or engage with that person I know people are going to be like oh well if that's your true friend like they would talk to you every day or they would check in on you or this that and the other and it's like Y'all say that, but like I growing up as a military child, like I'm used to not seeing people for hellas, not seeing people for years. And being able to just like pick up and reconnect or like, you know, you talk every once in a while and it's like that's a military lifestyle. You meet friends, you become pen pals, you 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 talk throughout the years like you just that's how you you connect um and like I realized once I stepped outside of that military lifestyle that like the friendship dynamic is so different because like me not talking to someone for weeks and them not being used to that they're like oh no we're not friends I haven't heard from you in forever and it's like well damn like we was both doing shit you know and then on top of that it like it also makes me think of like okay well here you are you're feeling a certain way about not hearing from me for a certain amount of time but we're in the day and age of cell phones social media all of that so you intentionally whereas like me just unintentionally going on about my business like not thinking of it you intentionally are like being like oh well they haven't texted me or said anything to me, so I'm not going to respond or say anything back to them. That's childish as fuck. Like, it, it, I, there are some people that, like, I'm reconnecting with a lot of people, and it has been great. And there's one person in particular that, who has been my girl for years. Her name is Krissa. Hey, Krissa girl, I love you. She has been my friend for years, like, and there have been periods where we, like, we just don't talk, we don't connect, we don't, we don't hang out, 
And like never once has she ever questioned our friendship and never once have I questioned our friendship because we know what it is. I know if I'm in some shit and I'm like, fuck, I, I really need some help. She's one of the people on my list that I can call and be like, okay, look here, bitch. Okay, that's what happened. Like, I need you to come and get me. Whatever it is. Like, friendships are weird. They're really weird because people don't realize you have to maintain a friendship, too. You have to have open levels of communication and friendship, too. But... Being friends or best friends with someone doesn't mean that you have to talk to them every day. There's nothing, not even my own family members, there's nothing that that is interesting enough to where I have to talk to them every day. I love them every day. Oh, there's a boogie still. I love them every day. Don't get me wrong on that. But I don't have to talk to them every day. And I had to cut it. <laughs> it's going to look weird in the video. But it says I only have 10 minutes left. So I'm going to have 10 minutes of the video. Um, actually, let me do this. Uh, thank you for at least watching this far of the... Oh, watching this far of the video. Um, if you would like to stay tuned and... Uh, hear what else I have to say about friendships, uh, make sure to swing on over to either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, uh, as well as other major streaming platforms to listen to the rest of the episode. Um, and you can also listen to the rest of the episode by joining Patreon. Um, and then for those who are listening, bitch, you better not go anywhere. I am taking a quick break and then we are coming the motherfuck back. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, make sure you are following on um, Instagram. That's where I do primarily most of the updates. I will be updating all the other social media platforms. Um, I am building a log of content, so that will be coming. Uh, but thank you for joining me for at least the visual aspect of Days and Amuse. Um, sorry it's not the whole episode. I will get this all situated out uh, so that next time it will be. All right. Okay, bye video people. Okay. Now to continue with the audio people. Oh, that was awful. <laughs> um so not talking for a long time. It doesn't bother me, right? Um and I realized, like, one of my biggest issues, I guess, when it comes to friendship is that I expect people to treat me this, not the same way, but in a similar way that I treat them when it comes to friendships. And I, I because of a lot of times having these similarities, which is why we become friends, I assume that people have, like, similarities and thought processes, too, which is not the case. Um and it's that especially comes with like, you know, I think it, it's like love language, but they need to call it like friendship language too. I guess like you can love your friends because I love my friends. Um, 
And, like, I have a different way of interacting. Like, for me, like, I don't have to have that that constant, like, reassurance and reinforcement of our friendship. Um, for me, like, I'm satisfied. Like, if I see you, if we vibe and I see you every day and, like, we're having a great time, cool. Um, if there's times where, like, I, I just don't want to hang out with anyone and I don't want to see anyone, like, you know, and, and it goes, same goes for, like, my friend. If they ever go and have that kind of situation, which I have a friend where that occurs, we just don't fuck with each other for, you know, that, and not in the bad sense of don't fuck with each other, but we just, you know, don't hang out for a while and then like we'll just like be like oh hey you know do you want to chill and like once we chill it's like we catch up and we actually have things to talk about we have things to discuss we have updates and then it's also like hey like it was no disrespect I just like was going through some stress or like I just need time to myself and it's like it's so great and refreshing when the other person is understanding they're like dude me fucking too and you're like god damn it, I love you, like, literally, and I will say, like, I have, I would say I have, like, three official, official, official friends, okay, um, Yes, and this is what I mean. I know some people are probably going to have their feelings hurt by listening to this. And I don't mean like, okay, so when I say official friends, I guess I should say like best friends, like ride or die friends, um, friends that I know like in the lick of a moment, you know, um, they will help me hide a body. <laughs> no, but, but, um, and it's, it's, it's nothing against other people, but it's just like, you realize that there is a level, people like to throw the term best friend around a lot, right? And I love that term, don't get me wrong, but I feel like there is a level of best friendshipness <laughs> that, that has to occur in, in, in where you have to reach as far as like communication, as far as like the stability of your friendship, all of that. Um, and I feel like, you know, when it comes to best friends, like even if someone has a term, like I feel like that, that term can, like you can be demoted just like a fucking job. You can be demoted from being a best friend. If you are not upholding your end of this contractual interaction that we are having, I mean, not contractual in the sense of like, oh, like it's, it's an equal give and take. Like I realize there's nothing in life that's going to be an equal give and take, but like, if you notice that, you know, hey, like, you know, you are going through some things, it looks like, you know, like, mentally, or, or like, you have to work some things out, like, yes, still be there and be supportive of your friend, but there is no shame in taking a step back from a friendship to, to protect and serve your mental health. I feel like when it comes to this term of best friends, it's like, we, it's like you have to always be there for them. And I feel like that is a literal impossibility that is literally setting yourself up to fail. And this is why. If you have two people who, okay, so let's say you have a friendship, two people, and, and let's use it in terms of a glass, 
two glasses, right? And you have one person who their glass is full, like when it comes to like their fulfillment and happiness and all of that in life. Like they have a great job. They, they, um, are living stress free, free. They're eating right. They're doing well, like all of that. And then you have a friend who is like, maybe not doing so hot. Okay. You know, they're going through a tough time. They're struggling, you know, all of that. The person from with the fuller glass, that friend is of course going to be like, okay, well, I have something to spare, whether it's it's financial assistance, because I know friends help out finance sometimes, whether it's emotional assistance, whether it, whatever it is, like, here you go. You have to realize that that person is taking from their glass and giving to yours, so now they're, they have a little bit less of something. And so let's look at it in the terms of, like, emotion. So you have someone who's, like, down a lot and you have someone who's like happy a lot and that happy person is 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 constantly trying to like be that supportive and like like rallying system for for their friend that takes a toll and eventually that person's glass is going to be like especially if i wish i could draw this the fuck out it would make more sense especially if like the other person has a little crack in theirs and like that's why they can't keep their glass full because like keeps leaking out because of of a relationship because they have a stressful job because of whatever is going on so the person who has a full glass is pouring into another glass thinking like I'm going to be able to help them not really realizing like their effort is, is still leaking out a little bit you can support that person only so much before they have to 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 t- make the effort and take the effort to work on themselves um and it took me a long time to realize that like just because you need to step back from someone because now you're at a point mentally physically emotionally financially or whatever to where you're like I can no longer support you that doesn't make you a bad friend that doesn't make you a bad person that makes you a person who is taking care of their self so that you can continue to support your friend how like and I can't tell you the amount of times where like it's more recently where I have had to say like hey I need to take a step back from this friendship like for my mental sake yada 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 and like people get offended they literally get offended by that and upset and like make you seem like you're this evil mean person oh so you're just abandoning me and it's like no I'm trying to make it where I can support myself self still and be able to support you too like friendship wise but if I'm at a point where I'm low as well I can't I can't lift you up if I can't even lift myself and I think that's where I I have become frustrated with friendships because I realize I have always gotten to that point where like I I'm like bare bone dry and I'm like I I can't give you anything else and they're like well why not and I realize those type of people aren't my friends those type of people aren't the people that I can rely on those aren't the type of people where if I'm stranded somewhere I can I can call them and they'll come to help but because of the situation or the time or whatever of how we met and how he came to be, I thought and valued that as a legitimate friendship. And I realized, like, you can't, 
in any type of relationship, you can't fully say what kind of, of, you can't say how strong your, your friendship is until you've been through something like hard together. And like, when I say hard, like, I'm not meaning it has to be like something as intense as a death. Like it can be, I know plenty of people who are like reconnected because of, you know, they go through a divorce or, or, you know, pregnancy, pregnancy is hard. Like there's a whole bunch of things like, that can really bring friendships and friends together. But there's a lot of things that can like tear them apart too. And it's like, there shouldn't be the shame because you are choosing to set boundaries within your friendship. Oh my gosh, boundaries. Like when I tell you that is the biggest thing that I struggle with, even to this day, like I... I've gotten better with it, but it's still something where it's like, as soon as it's like that guilt trip comes in, whether it's for myself or the person, I'm like, fuck, like, I really, you know what, like, maybe I should, should give them another chance, or like, you know, maybe they were, and it's like, no, sometimes a little tough love doesn't hurt, a little tough love can, can go a long, long way. That's one thing I can say about you about my friend friendship with Kirsten is that I feel like we have been through a lot with each other and like we have been through tough times. We have been through times where we didn't talk, but we but it also helped me realize that like we were spending every day together hours upon hours because like we we were enjoying each other's time, but like that can be too much. That can be too much, especially when, like, you're both trying to navigate mental health issues. Uh, you're both trying to to figure yourself out still. Like, there's so many different elements and aspects. And I am truly, like, grateful that we went through what we went through. I'm grateful that we didn't fucking talk. I'm grateful that we had to grow without each other and, like, learn things about ourselves and how we want to interact with, with friends. It really, it really taught me how to be a better friend and also taught me how to make friends, not make, but, like, help friends around me be a better friend to me. Like a, a person can't be a good friend to you if you're not setting boundaries and standards. If you're just letting them get away with with whatever and whoever and however, then they're going to. But the real friends, whenever you set those boundaries, they're going to be like, oh, "Okay, mad respect. Like I understand. You're right. I crossed the line with that, and I truly apologize. I did not mean to make you feel that way." Boom. Is growing up realizing that, like, who real friends are? Who knows? And, like, <sighs> just relationships in general are, are so 
difficult to manage, especially in this time and era and age. Uh, I find comfort in isolation and I find comfort in, in comfort and peace and loneliness, but it's not necessarily because I don't want to be around people. It's because, I mean, I, I genuinely do want to be around people. I love being around people, but I, it's hard for me to be trusting of people when it comes to friendships so it's easier to just like not have to go that extra mile with other people like it's like you know I have the few and like cool like I growing up we were always like taught like oh popularity is awesome like everyone knowing who you are and everyone having being your friend and da 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 but you realize like those are just surface level friendships and I'm, I'm too old for some surface level ass friendships at this point. Like if that's what you're looking for, then like you might as well just keep it pressing. <sighs> Was that ranty? I wasn't trying to come off ranty. I'm definitely going to smoke some more. Maybe I'll make me some tea. Emotion-wise, I am feeling kind of blah. Probably play some video games. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining me for this episode. Um, I truly appreciate it. Uh, make sure you are... <laughs> joining me on patreon where you can see the video of this goddamn thing um and also follow me on instagram at days and amuse podcasts um oh shit let me start the patreon over you can join patreon to help uh support the podcast by donating um at least one dollar a month that's twelve dollars a year or you can do the other levels if you would like to help out more um and also be able to be the first to see the exclusive first video episode of the new season and you can do that by visiting patreon.com slash days and amuse podcast or clicking the link that is in the podcast episode bio and or go to instagram where you can also find the link in the bio um you can follow me on instagram at days and amuse podcast um you can also follow me on twitter at days amuse pod follow me on facebook at days amuse podcast what else uh you can check out the website if you can't find the patreon link it's also on the website at days and amuse podcast.com <laughs> Um, other than that, take care of your mental health. Um, oh, we have updates for, for, um, the book club happening next week. Yo, I hope y'all have been reading. I haven't been posting anything on, um, the actual page or the actual Instagram page. Um, I will be uh, posting my notes um, on some of the chapters. I didn't take notes on all of the chapters um, on Patreon, so you gotta go look at them on there. Let's see. 
other than that, stay high, stay fly, my lovely buddies, and I will see you next week for another amazing episode of Days and Amaze podcast in my new apartment. All right. Bye.